With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Just three days left of the NBA's regular season, three more weeks until the NFL draft, and three more rounds of the Masters. Welcome in as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, three, I guess, is the magic number today, Rich Orenberger, on this Friday, on this good Friday. Uh, three's running wild. Wild in the sports world. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Um, so we're back at it again, Dan, after 24 hours. How you feeling? Uh, Masters, yes. the weekend we have had in, we we're heading into uh, all the Lakers nonsense we were talking about yesterday. What have you resolved overnight? This is, I, I, I am excited that we are together because we are on Tiger Watch. Yes. Unfortunately, it's to make the cut. It's not like at the top of the leaderboard, but we will be at least with you over the next two hours tracking whether Tiger makes the cut or not. Weather is so much a part of the conversation with the Masters. And, and, and honestly, I am, I am all in on Augusta. I am all in on the golf. It's what, it's what is on my mind. So I'm so focused on that. But I just, I find this leaderboard that we have so intriguing 
for almost all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and 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 it really starts at the top with Brooks Kepka. And so I'm I'm wondering what's going to happen on this weekend, wondering how it's going to play out, but also wonder how this Brooks Kepka live golf narrative weaves its way through the pines at Augusta National because it's a narrative that I actually think is unfair to Brooks Kepka. I should say unfair um, doesn't serve Brooks Kepka well. That's the better. That's the better stance of it. Because Rich, honestly, I have been anti live golf from the beginning. I am yeah. not a live golf guy. I maybe I'm maybe I'm tied to the establishment of the PGA Tour. Maybe I'm too much get off my lawn guy. I don't want anything new. I just don't like how the whole live thing came about, and I didn't like the trickle-down effect of stars leaving the PGA Tour for what, in essence, was just huge amounts of money. That That's what it was all about, and I didn't like that feeling of it. And so now as we're kind of like, you know, navigating the, these masters here, Liv has kind of weaved its way in and out, and it was a story throughout the week of how the PGA Tour players were going to deal with the Liv players. But I didn't think that we'd actually think that a Liv player would be sitting right now on day two with a four-shot lead and that's where we are. So it's kind of almost even a little bit of a shock value that Brooks Kepka has this four-shot lead in the second round. Yeah, you know, look, Brooks Kepka is a really talented golfer. And just like anybody else, uh, if you're invited to the Masters every single year, you have you have a real possibility of winning this tournament. And it's because unlike other, you know, majors, whether it's the Open Championship overseas in Europe, or it's the PGA Championship, or it's the Open that bounce from course to course, and it's mm-hmm. a different lay of the land each time. The Masters is the Masters. It's at Augusta National. You know the course. They make tweaks. They make changes. Obviously, we spoke yesterday about lengthening 13, but overall, I mean, the course is the course. And so if you've gotten a couple of these Masters under your belt, and you're the type of golfer like Brooks Kepka is, who when he gets off to a hot start, he can play with a great deal of confidence. Um, you're going to see this happen. You know, other defectors to the live golf, if that's what we want to call them, they're going to have just as good a chance to win, especially this major, as as any others that they're invited to. So, um, it, in fact, I would say more so with the Masters for all the reason I I, I just laid out because it's it's just your it's you against this one course and who knows how many opportunities and I don't know personally any of these golfers who get opportunities to play Augusta National in their off season or throughout the year but I'm sure many of them do have those opportunities and I, I'm curious if that helps if that aids you um, getting an opportunity to play in this tournament year after year so if that's the case. Too, it factors it really does and so this is the one tournament that you could really see a lot of these live golfers have 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 a real legitimate chance to win or at very at very least be atop the leaderboard heading into the weekend and be competitive down the stretch of the tournament one of the secrets of the masters and it's not like this for the open championship it's not like this for the u.s open and it's not like this for the pga championship is First of all, the Masters has about half the players. Only 88 players are in this field, as opposed to 150 if you were to play in a U.S. Open. So that's that's almost half the, the amount of players. And then, Rich, when you take 
the former champions that may not be as competitive as they, they once were, say about 10 of them, that takes it down to about 78 players that are involved and have a chance to maybe win. And then you take the amateurs outside of Sam Bennett, and there's usually about five or six of those. Those players aren't going to compete for a green jacket. So now you really only have 70 players. And the point that I'm making is the reason that like there's a reason why these leaderboards at the Masters are usually really good. And it's because the best of the, of the best are are there. You have a limited field where you're not going to have somebody just come out of nowhere and win. That's why you're seeing the names. Just looking on the screen right now, outside of Sam Bennett, there's Brooks Kepka, John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, all names that we recognize. And below that, there's even more. There's Justin Rose. There's uh, Jordan Spieth. And there's Phil Mickelson. Like, like Phil Mickelson right now is eight under par. And this is this is my takeaway for what's happened so far, Rich, with this with this Masters. Because you talk about guys knowing the course. And Phil Mickelson knows it better than anyone else. He really does. But Phil Mickelson hasn't been in great form. Phil Mickelson's now in his early early 50s. But Phil Mickelson used to, and, and it's crazy to say, used to garner this, you know, fan frenzy when he would go anywhere, especially at the Masters. But Liv has changed all of that. Phil is completely under the radar this week, declined to speak with the uh, media in terms of a press conference setting, did do so outside on the course uh, after practice rounds and after his round today. Uh, there were reports out of the Champions Dinner that he didn't say much, didn't talk to the uh, to the others there. And, I mean, for everything that we know about Phil Nicholson, the guy can't shut up, you know. And so it's a different Phil Nicholson. But Phil Nicholson is, is right now at four under par and eight shots back of the lead. And I think we would normally be like, man, what a round for this. I mean, the guy won the PGA Championship two years ago. You know, he's now 52 years old, 53 years old in, in that neighborhood. Now he's kind of in the hunt at the Masters. What a great story. And we're not talking about him. And we're also not talking about Brooks Kepka's legacy right now as a player, which through 36 holes of his Masters could take a gigantic leap forward. This, Rich, like in this whole takeaway of all of this, this is what live golf is done. And this is why I, I, I'm, I'm so anti-live golf is it has completely sucked the air out of so many things. And I actually think it's unfair for Brooks Kepka in a way um, because we aren't talking about his legacy. Now, I, I, he's he, it's not that he's like without blame um, because he took the offer, said I'd been injured. I felt that this was the best situation for me. I'm going to take all this money. But we are so focused on what Live Golf has done that we don't realize that Brooks Kepka is 36 holes away from entering a very, very rare group of players who have won five career majors. Yep. Like that's not even the topic of conversation. And so with all of the masters and knowing the course and everything that comes with it every single year and having, you know, a Fred couples or a Phil Mickelson emerging. And because they know the course, like you talk about, because these guys have been there year after year after year here, Brooks Kepka right now is four shots clear of Sam Bennett and play, by the way, is about to be stopped because of storms in the area, but we're not talking about Brooks Kepka's legacy in golf. We're not talking about him as, one of the top players in the world, maybe ready to regain his his perch. We still look at him as Brooks Kepka live golfer. 
And I think yeah. that's how we look at Phil Mickelson. And I think that's like the biggest takeaway that I've got is live golf is stealing the legacies of these top players. And if Brooks Kepka wins at the Masters, we're not talking about him being one step away from the career Grand Slam. We are talking about, well, what does this do for live golf? How does this affect the PGA Tour? And I think that's an absolute shame. Yeah, that that there there is a little bit of that. Well, in fact, I would argue, yeah, there is a lot of that. Um, you know, I kind of I kind of agree with everything you just said, but I will say this: short term, that'll be the storyline. Long term, you know, like like always happens, the the article writers, the sports media that's covering this event, they're going to circle back to the career achievements and some of the things that you mentioned. I don't know if it's going to resonate exactly the same way because there has been this great fracture in the golf world, the PGA and the Live Golf now, obviously branching off the one road and, and sure. heading into two different directions. And and look, people have their reasons to either support these golfers as they move on to a, a, a career decision that's netting them millions and millions of dollars more than they would have earned on the PGA Tour. But at the same token, where are those millions coming from? You know, this this tour is sponsored and funded by the Saudi royal family, and that was a point of contention for many people uh, who are either fans of golf or not. Um, That obviously made huge headlines last year when Live Golf launched. I would say we heard less about it this year overall, and we've sort of returned to a little bit more of like the normal – golf patronage like we used to and so i do think right now yeah that storyline is going to be super hot but i i also think that it'll fade like most things like you know like star star athletes who switch teams at the height of their career and went to rivals like a johnny damon leaving boston to go to new york or um, you know, or hard decisions that yeah. franchises need to make, like switching from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. You know, there were as many people in the Favre camp as there were in the Aaron Rodgers camp, and maybe those aren't particularly great examples because we weren't talking. We're not talking about the exact same thing, but there is a little bit of these legacy-defining moments that have occurred over time. And I think all at the end of the day, all that really matters is. If you continue having success, if you continue delivering on what fans have brought, have uh, have showed up and come to expect in the first place, a lot of times, you know, these controversies are blips on the radar and, and your overall legacy speaks for itself. I just look at someone like Phil Mickelson, who has been a fan favorite for 30 years. Yeah. And then goes back to this place. And is playing unreal golf. Like he shot 69 today and is at four under for the tournament. And it just popped up on my screen. You know, like him doing a pre- – like I wasn't I wasn't following Phil today. I was following what Scotty Scheffler was doing, which wasn't much, following what Brooks Kepka was doing. Um, and he is a live golfer. It's just it, – but – like it, like for Mickelson, like it just felt like it was such a, it was such a story. And, I, I, you know, you do have a good point of because it's so hot right now, meaning the live topic. I mean, it's not even a year, you know, that we've we've had this. It's coming up on a year of 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 the players defecting. But you know, Cam Smith ended up playing in the Tour Championship all the way through the end of of August, and then jumped to live golf. And so, the most recent major champion is with Live Golf 
because he won the Open Championship at St. Andrews, but you know he played on the PGA Tour through that time. And maybe it is maybe two, three years from now, to your point, it goes back to being the legacy. But I still think it robs it robs and and I, I'm Rich, I'm struggling to find the perfect word for it because Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson made the decisions for themselves. Yeah. Like they like I'm I am i and you know, I've said unfair a couple of times and it's it's not the right word because they I don't want to say they did this to themselves. They made the decisions that put them in this spot. But I just think when we look at live golf and we hear Greg Norman talking about the week before that if a live golf player wins, all, you know, 17 or 18 live golf players are going to meet him on the green. Like, you really think the guys who missed the cut are going to be sticking around the two days, you know, for two days to celebrate with someone? <laughs> like, no, like there's there's so much hot air. And I and, and I think that, you know, like maybe maybe we, you know, we blame Greg Norman. Maybe that's the route to go. Blaming Greg Norman, maybe blaming the PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan for for this stuff. The conversations that have come from the players and Brooks Kepka talked about it is like, hey, I see these PGA Tour players all the time because. Everybody seems to live in Florida, you know, Florida or, you know, Arizona or Las Vegas, if you're a tour player. And so he's like, you know, we've had conversations. It wasn't as awkward before. I just think the conversation and your, your, your point is well taken that in the 2025 Masters, if Liv is still around, the world is probably different. And we've figured out a different way for these worlds to somehow coincide. Yeah. But for right now, I would say that the story isn't about Brooks Kepka regaining his form and being back to one of the top players it is live golfer leads the masters and i think that that's a shame for brooks kepka even yeah. though it's his own decision i listen you know we were talking about this a little bit with tiger woods limping around at the masters this year again and there's a little bit of geez wow he's really hurt and we really really probably have seen the best of his golf behind him i mean unless something Unless something insane happens with his recovery over the next couple of years. I mean, he's not getting any younger, and these injuries are substantial. And so there's a little bit of the purity of the gall- of the Tiger story that has been robbed from all of us because he used to be Superman, and now... And now we can see, you know, there's there's a little weakness in in the armor here. You you can sort of realize, oh, maybe it's a little bit more Clark Kent these days than Superman. Maybe he's keeping the glasses on instead of hopping into the uh, the phone booth and and you know soaring above everybody else in the field. There's a little bit of that with Phil Mickelson, a little bit of that with Brooks Kepka or Bryson G. Shambeau or any of these other live golfers, because there, a little bit of the purity has. A little bit of the guild has come off the lily. You know, we're yes. we're we're not we're not as infatuated because all of a sudden the business got in the way. Like Disneyland is a really fun place to go, but Disneyland's expensive. Now, it, when you're a kid, it's magical. You know, you're just showing up. There's no garbage cans. Uh, there's no garbage anywhere. It's like this perfect, you know, pristine place. When you're an adult taking your kids there, you're like, oh my goodness, well. You know, we're in when the we're in the whole thousands of bucks we're paying for that experience. Like, I think that's kind of what's happened here is all of a sudden we realize like these aren't these aren't just golfers. Like these are businessmen. And business can get I mean, business can get a little dirty sometimes. And I think that's that's really what's revealed itself here. This there used to be so much etiquette around this game and we used to not hear about, you know, 
people talk about the prize purses or the money all that often. And now it seems like that's the headline every week in golf. And that's a big change. And so I, I get what you're saying. I'm very curious if one of these live golfers does win a major here, whether it be the Masters or any others, um, how that does transform the conversation. And if we're going to see more people more comfortable with the idea of moving on to live golf, we'll find out. But yeah, for now, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I'm curious what the outcome is going to be. I, I'm obviously way into golf. That's, yeah. You know, one of my passions. When you see Brooks Kepka's name on top, do you think live golfer or do you think, okay, recent great who's on back on his game it's so funny you mentioned i mean i do follow golf as close clo- well i shouldn't say as closely i don't know but i follow golf closely and okay. i think I, I i look at brooks kind of the same way i used to i try to compartmentalize the off the field sure. stuff from on the field stuff but because you know it's just kepka in a major like i've always watched yeah, but yeah. but i i understand where you come from a lot of people feel the same way you do yeah, it's no, it's it, it's crazy. I, I mean, it it is. We have people tweeting in. Why are you talking about live? You know, talk about the Masters. Sorry, it's a storyline. Like it, it, it truly is. Get rich on uh, Twitter at Ornberger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox if you want to weigh in. Coming up next as we sit in for Doug Gottlieb here on the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the TireRack.com studios. The Aaron Rodgers trade isn't done. Could another team swoop in and steal the Packers quarterback? We'll talk about it next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... 
I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. A Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Rich Ornberger, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today. Joining us now live from the TireRack.com studios. Set to talk to National Football League as the draft is three weeks away. You hear him every week here on Fox Sports Radio on the Doug Gottlieb show. Spending 20 plus years in NFL front offices and former GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mark Dominic joins the program. Happy Friday, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I can't believe in three weeks from now we'll be discussing what happened in round one and looking forward to round two and three. I know, and we could say I got two out of the 31 picks that actually made in the first round correct. I, uh, it's That's a tradition unlike any other, uh, my crappy mock drafts. That's, that's, that's what we've got. Is there anything that we can believe now that is going on between now and then? Uh, not much. I mean, I think you can you can kind of dig into things, what clubs are thinking about doing. When you see the 30 visits, it does give you some indication of some of the um, prospecting they're doing or the reason why. One of the things I used to do as a GM was I would chart who who came in where on the 30 visits and just kind of start to look at, you know, which people are going to be the ones that, uh, you know, are getting a lot more attention than others outside the quarterback room. So, a lot of uh, positioning, but as a GM now, this is when you're starting to set the table of a possible trade, just at least kind of exploring it behind the scenes with other GMs, having those phone calls to sit there and say, I'm concerning wanting to move around the third round, or hey, I'd like to, you know, I'm looking to move back in the second round, and just kind of getting those things set in the brains of the other general managers so that you have the ability to kind of continue to follow up on that over the next two weeks. Yeah, it's really a chess match, Mark, and you know it better than anybody. You lived it, and when you're involved in chess, there's a little bit of fainting and faking and trying to get people to believe in the bluffs. Um, you know what? You don't have to specifically discuss any stories if you're uncomfortable to, but I, I, were there times where you actively misled people, especially in ways that really, really you could, you, you could excuse or you could, you could find ways to excuse if, if, uh, if you pissed anybody off. But, like, was misinformation as, as important as the information during those years? Yeah, you know, I had my, my guys. I had some people that I would uh, absolutely confide in and give them a lot deeper knowledge about what I was thinking or at least the direction I was going uh, to, you know, to be able to get some information out of them. And at the same point, there was people that I purposely misled. I mean, I would, I'd be not telling the truth if, you know, each club only gets 30 visits. But out of those 30, I would take three specifically, and those would be, you know, people to throw people off the scent. It would be a player. I'm going to bring in a player. Uh, I'm going to make sure that our media knows. 
that the player made a trip. It's not going to come from me. It's going to come from a whisper inside the building. And, you know, then they're going to announce in the paper and other teams hope they're going to read that and go, you know, maybe Tampa Bay likes that team, that player. And so you would do that intentionally. Uh, is it fair to the player? No. Um, but, you know, that's you're trying to, you know, trying to set your board up to be the, the best would be for the for the draft um so yeah there's a little bit of both uh i was not as heavy into doing that in, in terms of that's about as deceptive as i got uh it was more in trying to be proactive and, and trying to make sure that i don't miss out on an opportunity a player that might become available in the draft or again like the moving around uh, and talking uh that stuff was really important to me to get a head, a head start on that early Mark Dominic joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Dan Byer in for Doug Gottlieb on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Can you do the opposite, Mark, to what you did? Can you not bring in a guy that you, like, hope falls to you or a guy that you've targeted? Like, can can you assume that risk in trying to throw people off the scent? Yes, very much so. I think that's a, I think that's a huge part of it um, that you can do. I, I think you, you, you definitely – have players. Uh, I had Levante David on with me recently on SiriusXM NFL Radio, and um, you know I drafted Levante over a decade ago, and I was joking with him on the radio because I don't remember having this conversation. I said, what, "Did you have any sense we liked you?" He's like, "You guys never talked to me. Like you guys, <laughs> you guys spoke to me for ten minutes at the combine, and that's the only time I ever saw you. It wasn't anything. It wasn't Senior Bowl. There wasn't because he was at the Senior Bowl with Bobby Wagner." Uh, what a great room that would have been. Um, but then, you know, he just was laughing. He's like, no, I had no idea I was going to Tampa. I was like, well, that's probably because I liked you so much I didn't want you to know. So, you know, you do that. You do do that in terms of, like, the, the guys that are really close to the vest, those those are the hard ones that you just don't want to – you just hope nothing jinxes being able to get them. Yeah, and, and as a GM, like, you know, you really – obviously you're, you're trying to play these war games or whatever you want to call it, the chess match with these other executives, but sometimes you lose out. Was there ever a moment during your career where you said, geez, you know, maybe I overplayed my hand or, you know, I, I, I wish we would have been more proactive? Or were, there, were there misses that you still wake up sometimes in the middle of the night in a cold sweat going, damn – Damn it. <laughs> oh, Rich, you know, I mean, as you've been in locker rooms before and you've seen lots of players around the National Football League, you know there are those. I mean, yes, uh, you know, uh, I can think of a couple of them that come off the top of my head. And, and, you know, I drafted Adrian Claiborne, who was a good football player, right? He played a decade in the NFL, was a good defensive end, and ended up his career with somewhere around 40, 45 sacks. Uh, but the big debate was him and Cam Jordan, who's going to have a gold jacket and is going to have 100 sacks. So yeah, that you know they they went right basically back to back in the first. But then there's also one I can, uh, you know, fifth round. You know, I I'm sitting there and you know the guy's screaming at me on the draft board saying you got to take me, you got to take me, and you know he's my highest rated player on my draft board and and I don't. I just I was unsure, and so I thought what I thought I'd do is I was going to kind of okay I'm going to get everybody together. Uh, we're going to talk about it, and, and we're going to pull the trigger on this guy and maybe uh, maybe put him on the team. And as we sat there, um, I went to my area scout trying to be inclusive and, and said, like, hey, you know, he's still on the board. You, you had a third-round grade on him. Oh, why do you think he's on the board still? And, and the scout kind of looks at me, and he looks at Coach Shiano, and he goes, you know, the more I think about it, the more he's not a Shiano man. And Greg looked at me and goes, well, if he's not my kind of guy, Mark, then let's go get somebody else. Hmm. So that was Josh Norman. So, I mean, it was like, oh, oh, no. you know, because he went all the way, he got to the fifth round, if you remember, because he didn't run a great combine time. 
Yeah. And so, you know, we ended up not taking Josh, uh, Josh, uh, Josh Norman, which that one kind of hurt a little bit too. And he went like two or three picks right after I picked. So, I mean, there's a, there's those, um, you know, I used to have battles with my, my scouts and I was, I was wrong too, obviously. I mean, I made these picks, but I used to have battles with my scouts over tight ends. You know, it used to be like, well, he's not a very good block. I'm like, would we stop talking about tight ends and blocking and just like, can the guy run routes? Can he catch the ball away from his body? Can he make people miss in the open field? Because that's what this thing's turning into. You know, because that was the day of, you know, Hernandez was running all over, beating everybody to death, and Gronk was still crushing people or easing often. So, you know, there, there's those times where you, you definitely have those memories of could have, should have, would have. Um, had a chance to make a deal with Bill Pullian. In the fifth round, he called me. And we're picking, like, top ten in the fifth round. And he, he goes, Mark, I... I'll trade you this next year's fourth round pick for this year's fifth. And I'm thinking, well, it's the, it's the Colts. It's Peyton Manning. Every year they pick 29th, 30th, or 31st, or 32nd. So really, I'm only moving up like 14 spots, you know, to give up a pick this year for next year's pick. And I'm like, you know what, Bill, if you were a different team with a different quarterback, I'd probably do this deal, but I, I just can't. It's just not enough. He goes, okay, well, good luck, man. Well, that's the year that Peyton Manning got hurt, and the Colts ended up with the number one pick in that round, and so uh, the first pick of the fourth <laughs> round. So, I mean, you, there's those those moments where you're just like, if onlys, but you know, that's that's what makes this time of year so great for so many people. But uh, specifically to me, it's it's the best time of the year as a GM. Mark Dominic joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. What's the benefit of Jalen Carter not visiting anyone outside the top ten? Nah, nothing. Uh, I, I think it's a bad move by his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. You know, I, I understand that you're, you know, and, and, and we have to understand, you know, there's a chance that 31 teams want to visit Jalen Carter, right? I don't know how many teams called Drew to schedule the visit with Jalen, and, and he started looking logistically, like, how good is this for him? So maybe everybody was, because everybody's like, I don't know where this guy's going to go, so I need to bring him in. So he had to put a stopgap on it and say, anybody in the top ten. But the problem is, I don't know if – you know, obviously Jeffrey Simmons just signed to the Titans, but if I wouldn't have known that Jeffrey Simmons signed, could have the Titans made a move and, and got up into the top ten, and, and now they're not sure they want to because they haven't had a chance to bring him into the organization. I just think it's very uh, nearsighted. And, again, I can't speak to what kind of schedule he was going to have, but he would have been a guy I would have put on the 30 visit because I needed to meet him, decide, am I keeping him on my board where I have him, or do I need to adjust him? And I only can really do that when I get to spend more quality time with him than what I was able to because the combine was limited, as we all know, and then obviously his pro day was limited because it wasn't finished, and now they're limiting your touches to him. So I don't think it's the best move, but, again, I can't speak to how busy he was going to be and what kind of crazy schedule he was going to have. Prototypical size is such a, a a common conversation this time of year, especially when talking about draft prospects. But there are certain guys who break the mold, you know, the Russell Wilsons or the Doug Fluties or the Kyler Murrays of the world who, you know, they, they can sustain a, a certain level of play and in some cases an extremely high level of play once they get to the next level. But how often, especially at the quarterback position, you know, this, this conversation brings us back to like a Bryce Young coming out of Alabama this year how much is is it taken into consideration size height fragility based on those measurables at the quarterback position when you're evaluating yeah I mean you've got to you've got to include that I mean it's got to be part of the equation uh, when you're looking at it and you know it didn't help when Steve Kime came out today and talked about Kyler Murray being short and that that was a problem or you know, it was a reality of a situation because you couldn't see, even though he was a great athlete and makes great throws, that the height thing is a real thing. Now, we got the same heights now in Bryce Young at 5'10 and change, and yet I think Bryce Young is a phenomenal player. You know, it's, 
I guess it's it's one of those things now where it's the quarterback position and the, and the game's changing towards you know these, this athletic uh, throw the ball over the field but be, be able to beat you with your feet. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where I'm willing to take that chance uh, because I haven't seen a lot of guys who have been five ten that haven't succeeded because maybe they haven't had a ton of chances, but they also haven't had the ability to play at high levels like you know obviously Bryce has played at, at Alabama. But the different thing is, you know, there can be offensive linemen rich that are too tall, and you're worried about drafting them because, you know, they can never win leverage. You know, six, eight, six, nine offensive linemen, just the odds are, of being successful at the NFL are tough. Or the same thing for a corner that's, you know, five, eight or lower or shorter. You know, the, the odds, this is where I think analytics play into it, where you got to look at the analytics and say, you know, am I going to be the, the, the guy that's right on one out of every 30, or should I just go, I'll let somebody else be the genius and I'll go to mm. a different size or different position so it does play into it in both ways but I think with Bryce Young I just don't think because he's such a winner and such a great kid I think you're going to say his heart's big enough and that's going to carry him on his height Mark Dominic joining us here on Fox Sports Radio last one for you it's obviously Aaron Rodgers related um, there there were some rumblings this past week and maybe the 49ers uh, I don't want to say reports I'm just going to call them rumblings could be waiting in the wings not even San Francisco related Mark but could another team be sitting there waiting for a, a deal to maybe fall through between the Jets and Packers? I think, I think so, especially West Coast teams. I mean, I wouldn't even put it past the Rams, even though you know, obviously Stafford should be coming back and should be healthy. I wouldn't put it past either one of those two West Coast teams to be kind of like sniffing around, even though I think the Aaron Rodgers deal is, traded, is, is part of like a draft day trade, uh, in, in meaning that, you know, the, you know, the Jets picked 13th, and the Packers pick 15th. You know, do they trade Aaron Rodgers to move up a couple spots and get your second round slash third round value for Aaron? Is what gotcha. you know, people are saying, or even Brian Kudikins was talking about. I think it could be something like that. Where I don't think the Jets want to give up a firm pick. I think they'd rather give up like a moving sliding pick, and you can only do that during the draft around the clock. So I kind of look at that. If if nothing happens, does something happen to the 13th pick of the draft where that's when Aaron Rodgers becomes the Jet? Hmm. Awesome. Three more weeks of this crap then. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, Mark, we appreciate the time. Have a good weekend. Can't wait to talk to you next week already. Thanks, man. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Uh, he's Rich Orenberger. I'm Dan Bayer. Big thanks to Mark Dominic. You can get him on Twitter at Mark Dominic NFL. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered new episodes drop every thursday so do yourself a favor and listen to inside the parker with rob parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast doug enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. Alib Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Dan Beyer. Sitting in for Doug today. You can hear Rich each weekend. Man, what are your weekends like now? I, I mean, I, you and Hartman on Sundays? Yeah. You still do, doing Saturday stuff? What's, what's yeah, going yeah. on? So uh, the weekend schedule on Fox Sports Radio looks like this. Typically, I'm on Fox Sports Saturday with my co-host, uh, uh Brian No and Jared Smith. Uh, Jared Smith is our leading uh, Fox betting analyst. And of course, you know, Brian No hosting all over the dial there. And then Hartman on Fox Sports Sundays, Um, except for this Sunday. We got uh, we got a little surprise Easter celebration that all of a sudden we're hosting this Sunday. So I bowed out. But um, I will typically be heard from from 10 to 2 Pacific time from 1 to 5 East Coast time on right. Sundays. Yeah. Uh, we love it. We love it. And uh, most of this crew that's hanging out is uh, around at that time, including the one and only Monsi Bolaño. So let's get the crew together and have some fun. What do you say about that? This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, Monty Bolaños has a game for us. What's going on, Monty? Hi, guys. What are we playing, Sam? I feel a draft. I feel a draft. I feel a draft. All right, guys. We are going to draft the most exclusive places that you would like to have access to. So this is going to be the order. It's going to go Rich, me, Ryan, Dan, and Sam. All right. All right. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Rich. What exclusive place would you like to have access to? It better be good. You're the first one. Yeah, I know. Um, actually, I'm going to steal one here because I know that Dan Beyer, my co-host here, might might kill me for saying this. But, you know, I, I'm not the biggest tennis fan. 
But okay. Wimbledon okay, is yeah. one of those oh. events that is really, really. It's a tough ticket. But if I could get, if I could get seats right up front to see the best tennis players in the world compete, I'd like to do that. How about Royal Box at Wimbledon? Like, could you imagine? Yeah. You know, there you are next to the king. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would be that. Yeah, just me. I'm just sipping on a like a cold Coors Light. I'm just like, this is great, ain't it? What do you think, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Parker Bowles? Um, <laughs> all right, Wimbledon is off the board. Wimbledon off the board. I know that one of you guys is going to want this one, but I'm going to take it. I would love to have access to the Met Gala. Mm, oh. I like that. I would love that. If I could wear a crazy outfit, oh, that'd be so awesome. That's what I want. That's what I want, guys. Get me there. Get me to the Met Gala. All right. Met Gala off the board, off Ryan the board. Bershinger. <laughs> These are good picks, but uh, I want to know all the government secrets, so give me access to Area 51. Oh, oh you genius. Oh. Damn you, Bershinger. Seriously. <laughs> I was honestly going to write first class in an airplane, you know, but like, I mean, <laughs> if, if Augusta National is is sitting here uh, just for the taking, I, I, I've, I've got to take it. So I'll give me, uh, yeah, give me the, the side of where the Masters is right now. Wow. Right. Uh, yes. Sense, Augusta yeah. National. All right, Iowa Sam. And th- these have to be real places, correct? <laughs> well, okay, let me give you. It's, they're basically. Are you talking about like, like the Death Star? No, 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 no. These are or... one and the same, okay? So either Fort Knox, where there's a lot of uh, government gold. Sure. Or Gomez Adams' Vault of Gold and Other Riches, which Rich knows what I'm talking about. There's a yes. scene in the Adams family where it was... it's this expansive room of gold, and I've always wanted to visit that. Okay, but here's my second real one the Caucasus Mountains region in eastern Russia, which is very hard to get to and politically very dangerous place to visit and so it's like untouched wilderness so that's my second. Uh, interesting. interesting thank goodness uh, it's only a one-round draft that would have been my second round pick <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unfortunate uh, uh, back end that one all right well i guess that's right. game time yeah that is, that yeah. is. that's game huh game time. this is game time on the doug gottlieb show very good selections by uh, by everyone. Uh, he's Rich Orenberger. I'm Dan Beyer. They're back at the Masters. Tiger Woods sitting on the cut line as we speak as he begins his second nine. Get Rich on Twitter at Orenberger. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Foxes. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And coming up, a former GM gives Kyler Murray quite the backhanded compliment. That's next. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.